0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender.
2: And welcome to the show. This is our month. This is the month we are celebrating the 21st anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And you know, we kicked off the month with Tony Quello, the author of the ADA. Every year we have champions during this month that we feature, and our guest today is a champion and someone that I look up to, and someone you should look up to, because he is representing us across the United States. He is the new CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities. Welcome to the show, Mark Periello.: Hello,
3: Joyce. It is a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me.
2: Oh, it's an honor to have you. Uh, so, Mark, In a little bit, when I asked you about the White House, you could talk about what went on today. But I want to start with, for our listeners, you know, throughout the United States and other countries that have not heard of you before, could you start by telling them a little bit about yourself and how you came to be involved in the disability community?
3: Absolutely. Um, So I am blind in my right eye. Um, and have been blind in my right eye since about three or four years old, um, and it was be- from toxoplasmosis, which is a disease that cats carry. Um, and so I've been a part of the community for most of my life. Um, I got very, very active in the community. However, when I was at the White House and doing work with um, great folks like Tony Coelho and Jonathan Young and Andy Imperato um, and, and the late Paul Miller, and it was through my work there that I really, really got engaged. Um, but I would almost say that before I get to that point, um, there's probably a step before that that I think is important to sort of talk about. And it's my, my history since, um, you know, since I was yay high. And uh, that history is one of advocacy and organizing. And so most of my work uh, heretofore has been in the LGBT community uh, and so I have done a lot of work uh, to really help that community move forward politically um, to to get the and achieve the equal rights um, and, and fairness um, in the law um, that that they deserve. And my hope is that through my work at AAPD, um, I will be able to to sort of take some of the best practices, um, some of the tactics that I've used over the decades um, in that community to help our community really grow as a civil rights movement, um, and, and that is my big hope. Um, and so all of that is to say that, you know, at the end of the day, the thing that really makes me feel great when I put my head on my pillow is knowing that I've made a difference in people's lives. Um, and so when I was at the White House and I had the opportunity to, to work with some really outstanding people in the disability sphere, um, I wanted to be a part of that. Um, I really believe firmly that the disability community represents one of the last great civil rights struggles um, in America, and we often couch our dialogue in, you know, knee-deep in policy, and we talk a lot about health issues. Um, but it comes right down to it: it's about people um, and folks all across America who want to live their lives, contribute to society, volunteer in their communities, pay their taxes, um, and and I want to help through the work at AAPD, through the great team that we have here um, to to really make that happen in in ways that, um, well, I mean, let's face it, um, there's a lot of great things that we have done as a community, and I know that we will do even more um, as we go down the road um, because the more we sort of unite, the stronger we will be. Um, And so that is my hope. And so specifically at the White House, Uh, My job was Director of Priority Placement, which is a fancy way of saying Director of Diversity. And so I worked with the president um, and his cabinet team to find people from all walks of life to to place in the administration. And and the the really great thing is that it wasn't diversity for diversity's sake. It was diversity because, you know, the more people you bring to the table with diverse backgrounds, diverse experiences, the better ideas you're going to get at the end of the day. And I was very, very fortunate to have a president that believed that passionately. Um, you know, he uh, tracked my work on a weekly basis. So in the middle of two wars and, uh, you know, an economic downturn and recovery, um, you know, he was paying attention to the type of administration he was putting together. Um, and I was really, really fortunate to be a part of that team. Um, and, and in that work, you know, one of the things that we could talk about at some point, Joyce, is employment. Um, You know, I really got to see firsthand some of the obstacles that folks in our communities face um, during the hiring process. And so one of the things that I really hope to do here at AAPD is focus on that um, workplace fairness, workplace access, and workplace opportunity.
2: Uh, Well, you know what? First of all, Mark, for the majority of people listening to this show, they are already overwhelmed. Just know you worked at the White House because many of them will never even get in the White House other than a possible tour. So, you know, what was that like? I mean, let our listeners know. What what was that like, being in the White House with the President of the United States?
3: You know, it was absolutely amazing. You know, on a daily basis, you would walk in, and you would know that you were in the middle of something incredible. Um and and every day it was intense, the hours were long. You know, I would show up at 8.30 in the morning, and most times, uh, especially early in the administration, I wouldn't be leaving until after 11 o'clock at night. Um, but, you know, the team there really believed firmly in this president and what he was setting out to do, um, and I think that commitment just carried through in all of the work that we did. Uh, but the one thing I would say is that I think, sort of public perception-wise, You know, you have shows like The West Wing and lots of movies and about, you know, what goes on at the White House, and when it comes right down to it, the the folks that work there are just like you and me. You know, I'm just your average guy from Chelmsford, Massachusetts, um, who, you know, worked his way up um, through politics um, and got a job at the White House, um, and they're dedicated, passionate public servants, Um, and it was just an absolutely incredible experience, but the... To walk through that gate every day was something special and unique, um, and it's something that I will cherish for the rest of my life.
2: Yeah. Well, but you're still walking through that gate. I know that very well. Um, You know what? We had, listeners, we had an incredible meeting today, and I want to make sure all of you know and understand what's going on. And actually, I'm going to ask Mark to tell this story of, Mark, could you share with everyone what is possibly going to happen with Medicaid and what can we do about it?
3: Um, Absolutely. So Joyce, who is the new board chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities, and I feel very, very fortunate um, to have you as my first chair at AAPD. Um, She and I, um, accompanied by representatives from United Cerebral Palsy, uh, met at the White House today, and we brought families, one from Ohio, one from North Carolina, and one from Rhode Island, to share their Medicaid stories. And we met with the actual people who are in the room every day with the president, negotiating with leaders on the Hill over the debt ceiling. And so it was a powerful opportunity for these leaders to hear from folks in our community, um, about what about the impact of potential cuts? And so, if you don't mind, I'll run through really quickly some of their stories. Um, oh
2: Anna no, Libeno I think this is very is important for everyone to hear. So go right ahead. All
3: right, um, Anna Libano is a single woman uh, from New Rhode Island. She was diagnosed with MS at the age of 25, and by the age of 30, she was in a wheelchair. And Medicaid allows her to have a personal care attendant um, come to her home and help her out of bed and into her wheelchair every day and then does the same thing at night. And without Medicaid, she wouldn't be able to go to work, she wouldn't be able to volunteer in her community, and she has done some amazing things working with Governor Chafee in Rhode Island around transportation. Uh, You know, she wouldn't, literally, she would, without Medicaid, potentially be confined to a bed in an institution, in a nursing home, um, and, you know, in this debate, there's a lot of talk about taxes, um, that situation, having her in a nursing home, would actually cost taxpayers more. And so having these services um, are so important because it allows people to to do what all of us want to do, which is, you know, contribute, pay taxes, work hard. Um, and so I think, you know, before I get to the other stories, the thing that I really felt um, – Walking away from that meeting was that that this president gets it um, and that his team gets it, um, and so hopefully they will be emboldened um, by these stories to really um, negotiate hard for for Medicaid um, and other services. Um, the second uh, story that I will tell is of Sue Hetrick from Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. She was there with her son who is 22, his name is Micah, and he has Down syndrome, and his older brother, uh, Nicholas. And Sue is able to go and work full-time um, and support her family uh, because Micah is able to have uh, support during the day while she is at work. Um, and this person helps Micah go to his volunteer activities at the local hospital. Um, he takes Micah to and from... Um, different social events, um, and really just helps care for Micah during the day. And this allows Sue to to work, um, to contribute, and without Medicaid, you know, two things could happen. Sue could potentially have to leave her job um, and go on public assistance, or even worse, Micah could be separated from his mother um, and put in an institution. And so, you know, another example of how Medicaid helps real people. Um, And lastly, we had Linda Guzman, who actually works for the ARC of North Carolina, and she was up here with her son, Javi. Javi has EDS and autism, and similar to Sue's situation, Linda is able to work, to contribute, um, to pay taxes um, because of uh, the support services she gets, um, both in terms of medical support um, and personal support for Javi. And you know, without those services, there is the potential that again, you know, Javi could be taken away from his mom. And you know, when she was recounting this story to to folks who are, you know, going in every day and having these negotiations, um, it was really emotional. And and it's because these are this is the this is the impact that could happen um, if you're talking about cuts to Medicaid, whether it's the Ryan plan and 72, 772 billion um, or more modest proposals that are also on the table. Uh, so I think that no matter what we do, we need to remember that this is about real people, and leaders in Washington, D.C. need to know that this is about real people. My sense is that the team is fighting hard every day to preserve uh, this system so that folks can contribute, can, um, you know, u- utilize these services um, to live full lives. What we'll end up with at the end of the day, I don't know. Um, I think that question is still on the table, um, but I hope that whatever we see really uh, doesn't deny families the opportunity to live and work in their communities independently.
2: Uh, well, Mark, what is what can we do? What's the main thing we could do
0: to so, help?
2: Here is the main thing we can do. We
0: need
3: to organize. We need to tell our stories. We need to bring the human perspective to this debate. And it's absolutely critical. You know, these changes are going to happen. And they're going to happen fast. And so as a community, now is the time for action. We don't have, we can't wait till next month. We can't wait till September. We can't wait until the month after that. We need to organize now. And so folks need to Talk to their members of Congress, talk to their senators. Uh, you know, make tell their stories. Ask friends and family and coworkers to get involved. Uh, you know, you can find information on how to contact people on the on, on Capitol Hill through the AAPD website, which is aapd.com. You can read about the stories that I just told you about, um, and also take action. And I think the, the most important thing is that your elected officials need to hear from you, and they need to know that these aren't just numbers. These aren't just spreadsheets. Um, you know, these these numbers, you know, that we're throwing around here in Washington are going to have a big impact on people's lives. And when folks hear that, when, you know, Speaker Boehner or, you know, the caucuses in the Senate take the temperature of the room and try and see where folks are are leaning when it comes to these negotiations and what they can pass through the legislature, you know, if folks know that their constituents are paying attention to Medicaid, then it's going to make a big, big difference. And you know, we can take a few people, a handful of folks to Washington, D.C., have them talk with folks at the White House, uh, but what we really need is everyone's participation. That's what it's going to take.
2: Yeah, and I hope you're listening to Mark about this organizing part. You know, um, what we want is for Mark to bring his expertise of all the work he did in the LGBT community to us because, come on, folks, we have 54 million people living with disabilities. Imagine if only 10 million of us could get united. Just as Mark is indicating, trust me, if everyone would be speaking up and united, you would have a strong voice with each presidential candidate. Am I right, Mark?
3: No, absolutely. You are 100% correct. And, you know, apathy isn't something that is confined to the disability community. It runs across the spectrum. Um, but when it comes right down to it, We really need to engage, become more organized, and work cross-disability. I think that is so important. You know, six weeks in the job, there are a lot of surprises, right? And and one of the surprises that I I really see, and, and maybe it shouldn't have been such a surprise, is how folks will try and play our communities against each other. And the more united we are, the stronger we will be. Um, And that is essential. I really think that, you know, working cross-disability is is the route to go for for the future of our movement um, so that we are stronger politically, folks listen to us on Capitol Hill, listen to us at the White House um, and at state houses across the country.
2: Okay. Hey, Mark, I think we have a caller on the line. Um, Go ahead, caller. Joyce and
4: Mark, this is Kelly. I'm just calling to say how excited uh, our community is that Mark has agreed to lead AAPD, and what a great asset uh, uh, he is already to our organization, so I'm glad to join uh, the folks that are wishing him well. So, Mark, I'm excited that you're part of uh, uh, the leadership of our, our community. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Um, It is
3: an honor and and it's very humbling, actually, to be in this position. Uh, You know, there is so much work ahead, and I know that we will get it done because of the dedication, not just of of folks like me, um, but folks like you and Joyce, um, the team here at AAPD, and all of the sister organizations that we work with at the national and state and local level. Um, And so, thank you. Um, It is an honor. It is humbling. And I know that there are great things
4: ahead. Well, I know that uh, Joyce will give you a good mentoring as the chair of AAPD. Uh, and uh, you know, so as I do, that there is a great team at AAPD, not only the staff, but on the board and on the GALA committee that will help you uh, be a huge success. Uh, but as I heard you say that uh, with the uh, different groups in the different uh, disability organizations and people throughout the country, if they come together, uh, the disability community can be extremely powerful. Uh, It has a great voice, but united, it can be very powerful uh, politically and otherwise. So, I know that you can help make that happen and bring... People together, so I'm very excited for you, but more importantly, excited for our community. So, Godspeed, and I'm very, very supportive of what you're doing. Thank you, Thank you sir. sir. Thank you, Joyce, for having me. Tony,
2: on. Tony, it's always wonderful to hear from you. Uh, talk about a humble person. Thank you for taking time to call in.
4: No problem. Thank you, Joyce. Bye
2: bye. Bye bye. Wow, talk about a compliment there, Mark.
3: Right? Absolutely. I don't think there's one higher, so, again, humbling.
2: Yes, isn't that the truth? You know, folks, here we are celebrating uh ADA Month, and the person that just complimented Mark is the former chair of AAPD and, more importantly, the author of the Americans with Disabilities Act. So, you know, we can't plan it better than that for this month. Um, and we do all love Tony. Um, and I want to say a special hello to Yoshiko Dart, uh, Yoshiko, you and Justin, and I mean it when I say Justin, because his spirit is with us. I am always thinking about you, especially as we celebrate this month. So special love going out to Yoshiko Dart. And with that, we are going to get ready to go to break. Hey, if you just joined us, what a treat. As we celebrate the 21st anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act, we have as our guest the President and CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities, Mark Periello. And we'll be right back with Mark. Don't go away.
1: To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number
5: one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
1: If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Spender.
2: And welcome back to the show as we are celebrating the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act 21 years ago. And since we're celebrating this month, we have as our guest today the president and CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities, Mark Periello. And, Mark, before we get going here, I think we have a caller on the line. Okay. Go ahead, caller. Oh, I'm Mark, uh, Joyce, this
6: is Cheryl Sensenbrenner calling.
2: Hey, From Cheryl, God's how are in the Midwest.
6: you? How are you?
2: I am I, great. I couldn't and fail to call in when to to I found out Mark voice. was
6: going to be on. I am so <laughs> excited about his leadership, and wow. Let's organize out to the Midwest and beyond to the West, too, all right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. How
4: are
6: you? Uh, good. I'm in God's country, and I hope I don't lose you. Sometimes the reception is not good along Lake Michigan. But, Mark, tell us some more about some of the ideas that you think that we can, we at AAPD, um, using the, the, the our new interns that we've got that are coming up with all their talents and stuff like that. I'm really geared up about some of our interns. As am I. Um, So
3: here's what I would say. First of all, thank you for calling. Second of all, uh, I want to take this opportunity to actually say one thing that I think is so critical. Um, You know, even though I came from the Obama administration most recently, one of the things that AAPD has done so well, and Cheryl, I think you know this best, is really embrace the nonpartisan mission of the organization. And so as we move forward, that is something that I feel so passionate needs to continue and will continue. Um, And so, you know, I think expect more of that. Um, Expect that course to continue. You know, disability is something that it doesn't matter whether you're part of the Green Party or the Tea Party. it, It touches everyone's life at some point or another. And so respecting that, knowing that, you know, the bipartisan, nonpartisan mission of AAPD will absolutely continue. So, you know, we have, for folks who don't know, a cadre of 28 interns uh, with disabilities uh, working here in Washington, D.C. this summer. Um, thanks to the generous support of Walmart and the Mitsubishi Foundation, um, you know, it's it's really just absolutely amazing. Um, and these folks are getting real-life experience Um, so that to start them out in their careers. And they're working at places like the White House, um, in Hill offices, um, both Republican and Democratic Hill offices, uh, at some of our sister organizations, and also within the administration at large and some of the agencies. And it is an absolutely outstanding stellar group of young folks. And so in addition to getting this real-world experience here in Washington, D.C., um, one of the things that they have the ability to do is go back out into their communities um, after this experience and and help organize, help spread the word about the important work um, going on here in Washington um, and help grow the grassroots infrastructure of our movement. And, and I know that it's something that we here feel passionate about, but I think that uh, we try and instill every day um, in the young folks that we're working with Um, that they are the future of this movement, that, you know, we have achieved such great success to date, whether you're looking at the Americans with Disabilities Act, um, you know, the recent changes um, in the telecom laws last year. You know, we've done a lot, but technology is always going to change. The laws are always going to change, and we are going to need the next generation of leaders in place and ready to take over. Um, So when folks like me uh, decide it's time to retire, Um, There isn't a vacuum there, and so it's a great, great program, um, and I only see that program expanding in the future.
6: Correct, Mark. Also, what I what I've seen with the interns, which I find really um, significant, as well as us giving um, and and with our the great sponsors, giving them um, and the interns an opportunity to learn and how to organize, and what how that the whole legislative system works. They also teach by their stories being right live in front of the people that they work with. And that is a very positive thing as well. Their stories, they're living out right right to their office workers that they're with. And that is, so it works both ways. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. You know, um,
3: one of the things that I found in my work in the LGBT community, is nothing changes the debate and the discussion more than knowing someone who is LGBT. And the same is true in our community as well. You know, we're just like everyone else. You know, we we work hard, uh, we want to do our best, um, and we live in a country that values our intrinsic value, recognizes our intrinsic value across the board. Um, And so some of the work I did at the Victory Fund was elect people to office. And through that work, you could actually see there have been studies. um, You know, we elected, right before I started, um, the first openly gay person to the state legislature in Alabama. And before she was elected, there was a lot of legislation um, that would have been considered anti-LGBT. The year after she was elected, there were no bills introduced at all on the subject. Uh, And the year after that, there was actually proactive legislation um, and things that the community would have seen as good. And so it's just a real-life example of how you can change the, the nature of the discussion, um, the nature of the debate, just by showing up. And so the more, you know, folks we have, um, you know, through the, whether it's through the internship um, program or, you know, folks like Jim Langevin who are showing up every day in Congress... Uh The better off we will be as a community um because that is the w- way to change hearts and minds um it's one on one
6: well again, I just wanted to throw my congratulations in well, I'm so impressed with your your organizational abilities um how articulate you are, and uh that's why Joyce has you on the show.
2: <laughs> Another there you go. Well, thank one you. Knows
6: how to speak
2: <laughs> you know what I wanna make a comment here. Uh, about Cheryl Sensenbrenner, um, uh, Cheryl uh, and her husband, Congressman Jim Sensenbrenner. I want all of you to know, everyone listening to the show, living with a disability, how much those two people have done to help us. As a matter of fact, last year they were honored at the AAPD gala um, and given, you know, the very prestigious award, uh, the Spirit Award for just. Everything they've done, and I want you to know, Cheryl has, is the past year of AAPD. Without her, I don't think we'd have a gala. She works day and night around the clock. She is absolutely a wonderful person. Uh, and Cheryl, as you know, we love you, but I want everyone to know what you've done.
6: Well, Joyce, now, Mark, now which one of us is more overwhelmed, you or me? <laughs> Again, well, Mark, you, you know I'm
2: right about this.
6: Uh, thank you I both. 100% and agree. Um, <laughs> we
2: are very, very lucky to
3: have you, um, and I'm looking forward to working with you.
6: Okay, me too. And I'll, I know that there were so many calls I had to call in a few times, so I best go. But best to both of you. All thank right. So thank you so much, Cheryl. We are
2: celebrating we, soon. We, we love you. We love you, thank Cheryl. You. You yes. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, I can see we have a lot of callers because, hey, we've got another caller on the line. Caller, you may proceed ahead. Hello, Joyce. It's Leanne Thomas with CSC. How are you today? Hey, Leanne. It's so nice to hear your voice. Thanks. Um And for those of you that don't know this about Leanne Thomas, she comes out of the private sector uh, from CSC, which is a how many people in this company, Leanne? Over 90,000. Over 90,000. Here's another person that you should all know because she too is an advocate for people with disabilities, especially young people with disabilities. So, Leanne, I'll let you talk to Mark Periello about that. First, Mark, uh, congratulations on your new position and welcome. We look forward to working with thank you. you.
3: Thank um, you. Um, and thank you for all you do. Um, to, for AAPD and the
4: community.
2: We appreciate that. Um, One of the things I want to talk to, as Joyce said, is around, you know, hiring young people and getting them involved in the workforce early on, students with disabilities. We have done the Disability Mentoring Day for over 10 years here in Delaware at CSC. And what can we do to expand that? Because I think we need to get our students early on to understand the opportunities that are available to them, get them with mentors, and get them started early.
3: Yeah, you know, I think there are so many things that we can do, and it's such an important program. Um, it touches folks all across the nation, and there are probably there's probably a couple of things. One, I think we need to really expand the number of Disability Mentoring Day coordinators across the country. Uh, that is something that is so critical. These are the folks who are on the ground working with corporations like yours to, to plan events Um, and to get folks um, from schools um, into, you know, real-world experiences. And so that's step number one. Step number two, um, and there's a lot of overlap, right, depending on whether some communities are really up and running. Um, Step number two is, you know, making this more than just a day, making this something that lasts throughout the year um, so that, you know, every October, you know, folks are able to sort of come together around this um, what, are, what can we do to sort of expand that so that, you know, there are opportunities at other times of, year, times of the year to get more people involved um, and more people in the workplace um, experiencing jobs and what it's like um, in the real world? And you know, one of the stories that um, I've heard since coming here, and I don't know all the specifics, um, is about a young woman with Down syndrome who her entire life she wanted to run a restaurant, and it was her dream. and. She participated in Disability Mentoring Day, and she was at, working at a restaurant, and she got to sort of see all the ins and outs. And at the end of that day, she said, deadpanned, I never want to run a restaurant. And, and those are the re- that's the reason why you need these real-world experiences. Um, and so it's just a great opportunity um, for folks to learn more about their passion, more about what they're interested in in terms of a career. Um, and so I think that there are a number of different ways uh, that we can expand it, Um, and, in fact, it's something that is we are going to be sitting down with here at at AAPD as a team um, next week to sort of brainstorm on, and so, you know, I mentioned two ideas. I bet there are a handful of additional ideas that I haven't even touched on, Um, but I think what we need to do as a community, um, as AAPD, is really foster opportunities for folks uh, and young people to enter the workforce so that they can live independent lives.
2: Yeah, Great. and I just want to say, uh, Mark, that, you know, how this all happened, as you know, I was the first regional coordinator uh, when Jonathan Young called me. I was the first private sector uh, organization that worked uh, with Disability Mentoring Day, and it was me Hi, Mark, and two of my customers in Pittsburgh and my customer in Delaware, CSC. However, the difference with CSC is that we decided to make this a year-long mentoring program. And I know, Mark, you know about the Bender Leadership Academy, but that's how it started. It started from CSC. So, Leanne, since you had Andy speak there, you know we have to bring Mark. (laughs) Yes, we will invite him for our next graduation. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. There you go. But Leanne, listen, you keep up the great work you're doing. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you so much. She is awesome. She is really, you know, there are people also in the private sector who have done so much. She's one of them. And we need that. Right, Mark?
3: Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, our private sector partners are so important um, when it comes to um, providing real life opportunities for people with disabilities to enter the workplace um, and to to really live independent lives. I mean, th- that's where it all starts—is with a, a job um, that that pays well um, and allows folks to live in their communities, um, and and that's what th- that's the end goal, right?
2: That's right. Because that's that is how we make a difference. That truly is. That's where it that's where it all is. That's where it happens from. So listen, uh, we're gonna get ready to go to break, but we still have a lot hey Mark, I hope I get to ask you more questions. You're, you too, most too, po- you're do. too popular. Actually, I'm waiting for more. You're too popular with all of our listeners calling in. Hey right. if you if you want a chance, we're getting ready to go to break. If you want to talk to Mark Periello, The president and CEO of AAPD, this is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Mark.
5: Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787.
3: Thank you for calling
1: voiceamerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Rumberg from the TV show Heroes.
5: For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, shamanic technologies of consciousness and success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. & Wellness Network. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your
1: brain inspired really fast.
5: All the time, the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
1: If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Spender.
2: And welcome back to the show. We are celebrating in July the twenty first anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act with our guest, Mark Periello and Mark, um, I wanted to ask you you know what what are your goals for AAPD? what What are you planning?
3: Um, what am I not planning? I think is the better <laughs> question.
2: you know there is so much um, that
3: I sort of see AAPD doing in the future, Um, and it is really, really exciting. So AAPD is known first and foremost as one of the preeminent, if not the preeminent policy shops when it comes to disability policy. And so one of the first things I really want to let people know is that that's going to continue. And everything that we do in addition to that is about supporting the policy work. And, and really, sort of big picture, big goal is to expand out the grassroots network of the disability community, um, partnering with some of our really strong sister organizations that do a lot of this work. And my firm belief is that the more we are able to communicate with folks in states all across the country, the better off we will be when it comes to these policy discussions. Because in Washington, D.C., it doesn't matter how smart you are, If you can come to the table and not only sort of have someone who is just an absolute policy expert, but also someone who comes with the voice, representing the voice, the true voice of millions and millions of people um, with disabilities and their friends and their coworkers, that is a powerful thing. And so we need to organize, and so I think you will see a lot more in the future of AAPD Working um, in the trenches um, to to really increase our our political power as a community, it is absolutely going to you know come back in return in spades um, when it comes to what's going on. So if you look, actually, the Medicare, Medicare, Medicaid debate that's happening in D.C. right now is prime example. Um, you know, the Medicare community, um, many which is you know a com- Medicare and. Need to say before I go on, um, there are a lot of people with disabilities um, who benefit from Medicare, um, and so I don't want to do an us versus them um, because there's, it's, you know, there are shades of gray everywhere. Um, but folks are very, very organized, um, and so the Medicare debate, um, by and large, until late last week, had fallen off the table, um, and people weren't really talking about making cuts to Medicare. Um, And so, you know, Medicaid was the place that everyone focused. Um, And as a community, there are 8 million people with disabilities on Medicaid, and I guarantee if we were more organized and more focused, politicians in Washington would not be talking about it the way they are now.
2: And so really
3: organizing as a community...
2: You know what, um, Mark? I believe you can change history. I do. By uniting this community you will become known as the person that did that. And I am behind you 100%, but if you're listening right now, it would also help if you join AAPD. Mark, how do you do that? How do you become a member?
3: Um, So first of all, thank you for putting the uh, weight of the world on my shoulders. (laughs) Um, I will try not to disappoint. Um, So... That is the key. You know, we can't do it without folks from, you know, everywhere in America helping us um, do this work. And so joining AAPD is critical. It's really easy. Um, You can go online. Our website is accessible. And it's aapd.com slash donate. And whether you can give, you know, $15 or $1,500 dollars, Any amount is going to help us do the work that we need to help ensure, um, you know, that we have the opportunities that all other Americans take for granted, um, whether it's a good job, um, you know, quality health care, what have you. And so, but without your help, without your support, um, you know, we can't do that. And so, uh, thank you for asking that question. Um, It really is going to take all of us. You know, a membership in AAPD right now is $15 a year. That translates into $1.25 a month. Um, And and I know it's tough, and especially in these economic times, um, you know, there isn't a lot of money going around, um, and folks are sort of looking at every penny. Um, But if you can join, please do. Um, If you don't have the resources, um, sign up for our email list. Follow us on Twitter. Do what you can to become involved, you know? There are ways that you can be active um, without writing a check or without making a donation online, Um, but the key is that no matter how we can contribute, no matter how you can participate, the key is to become engaged, to become active so that we can be a more powerful voice uh, in Washington and in state capitals across the country.
2: And hey, Mark, if someone wants to make a contribution to A.P.D. as you mentioned, uh they just go to the same site, right? AAPD dot com?
3: AAPD dot com slash donate.
2: Okay. aapd.com dot com slash donate. And as you well know, we all need your help if we want to move forward. So I would appreciate that if you keep that in mind. And hey Mark, we have two last questions. I have asked everyone that's been on the show For the past eight years, and it seems like this next question is the hardest for everyone to answer, but I will ask you, Mark, so much you have accomplished in your life already at a young age, what would you consider your greatest accomplishment?
3: It is the hardest question. Um, You know, having listened to your show for a long time, I I sort of saw this one coming, and I've been racking my brain. And, you know, I think the thing that I am most proud of, and I'll give a professional answer, Um, I'm sure there are things in my personal life that I am equally as proud of, but less apropos, is the work I did at the Human Rights Campaign to organize the first-ever presidential forum on LGBT issues. Um, It was something that hadn't been done before, and, you know, we brought together a really good team. Um, I was leading the charge and we were able to bring together most of the presidential candidates um, at the Reagan Building here in D.C., and it was absolutely pivotal pivotal in changing the the debate. Um, And we had Sam Donaldson moderate it, and he only asked one question, um, which was interesting because the community had, I guess, progressed so far. Um, He asked folks their position on marriage, um, and, and I think that debate is still playing out, um, but it was really it really raised the profile um, of the community and and of the issue. Um, and one of the things that I I want to sort of say in addition to that is um, you know my job here at AAPD is to help people with disabilities. And so even though I bring that experience to the table, um, you know that is not why I am here. My my goal here is to to work within our community within our with our allies. Um, with people of faith um, and people of all ideologies um, to really help advance the rights of people with disabilities. And, and that is the goal. And I think that there are tools in the, the toolbox that I've used in my, you know, with other hats on um, that I will be able to use at here, working with the outstanding team here, working with our sister organizations to help make that happen.
2: I have no doubt you will. So with that, Mark, what message would you like to uh, leave with our listeners today? Um,
3: get involved. Get involved. That is the number one thing. The, the Medicaid debt ceiling discussion that is happening here in Washington, D.C. is timely. It needs um, your participation so that we can protect um, some of the programs that really are, are most important to our community. Um, in terms of Medicaid and Medicare and Social Security, and the debate is happening now, and it will be decided by August 2nd. And so now is the chance to make a difference. Um, Pick up the phone, write an email, send a letter, however you have to do it. Now is the time to get involved because the changes are happening, and the more folks hear from you, um, the better off we all will be.
2: Yes, don't sit back. Don't sit back. Well, first of all, Mark, thank you for being our guest. We will have you on again. Uh, but I can say as the chair of the board that I know we have a dynamo as our CEO and I am behind you 100%.
3: Thank you. I'm, I really feel like the sky's the limit and so it's it's just... Yes,
2: and together we're going to have the same vision. So look out, look out, AAPD is going to rock. And with that, I know we end every show with a quote from a famous civil rights leader or a CEO in the private sector or government official who has made a change. Well, today, because it is ADA month, it has to be Justin Dart, who says, you have the power, live the dream. With that, I am going to get ready to go. Talk to you next week. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com.
1: Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.
0: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com.